Chapter 13, The Ally All of a sudden, it wasn't so hard to convince Ashwin that I'd gone into glorious battle with two little skunks. I mean, I did smell pretty bad, and Mila had seen them too. It wasn't even hard to convince him that we had to get the trike back. Our honor required it. Protecting the neighborhood was a duty that we couldn't ignore. And like I said, Ashwin understands about having honor and being a knight. I needed to bring back the trike clear my name, and make those skunks pay. Ashwin got it. He always thinks my plans are awesome. By the time we had walked to school, the bell was already ringing, and like I said, me and Ashwin don't sit together anymore, so the plan had to wait. I picked a book out for sustained silent reading. Mr. Leon says it's a good start to every day with something quiet, and I tried to suck in my stink as I walked back to my desk. I hadn't even opened my book yet when the kids around me started to whisper, stink bomb malfunction, I said under my breath, which maybe wasn't such a good idea. A couple of kids laughed. Mmm, Mr. Leon cleared his throat. Come on up, Mr. Martinez. I walked up to his gray desk holding my SSR book. What's all this whispering about? I rolled onto the sides of my sneakers and shrugged. Mr. Leon spread his palms on the desk, then fiddled with the handle of the drawer where I knew he kept his referral slips. My brain started to spin. Did he hear the thing I said about the stink bomb? I didn't know, but I had to say something. I, um, well, Ashwin came up with this new animal joke, only I don't think it's so good. It's, what do snakes have on their bath towels? And the punchline is, his and hers, I shrugged, like... I like the jokes that are real, you know, like gorilla booger joke, but you already said that. You already said no to that one. Mr. Leon took a deep breath in and then sighed. I was sure he smelled me. I gave him my best, most innocent face. I learned it from Mila. I mean, maybe Mr. Leon would think the smell was just some new B.O. like Mike Fletcher had, and I could totally grow hair under my armpits any day now. Rebecca, this girl who always sits up front, was rolling her eyes and whispering to the girl next to her. Rebecca, eyes on your book, please. Mateo, I swear, Mr. Leon tried not to smile. If I get any stink bomb reports from the custodian, you and I will be having a serious conversation. He put his hands back on top of his desk. Got it, Mr. Leon. I nodded and took a step back. In the meantime, Mr. Martinez, put it on the board. Put what on the board? The joke. I grinned and walked up to the animal joke board. I could feel Mr. Leon watching me. He didn't actually say which joke to put up. He just said the joke. But we talked about two. I wrote, why do gorillas, and peeked over my shoulder. Mr. Leon just smirked, so I put the rest up. I made it through the whole morning without any more whispering from Rebecca, and Mr. Leon never did open that drawer of referral slips. At lunchtime, me and Ashwin walked down the row of shiny metal tables looking for an empty looking for an empty one. Danny Vega, Martin Ortega, Gabe Romero, and Johnny Ramirez were all sitting at the table closest to the dry yellow green field. When we moved past them, they all switched into Spanish, which is kind of like a secret language on the playground. Ashwin threw down his lunch bag in the last empty table, right next to the trash cans. It skidded across the top and slid off the other side and then thumped down onto the hot black top under the table.
Man, I thought I was going to make it that time. He picked his backpack up and started to unzip the cover of his lunchbox. Blueberry yogurt oozed over the edge of the lid. He scraped at some yellow yogurt with his sandwich. Or he scraped at some yogurt with a sandwich. Like, that was totally normal. How do you think the skunks figured out how to ride the trike? Do you think they have a disease? Are they like crazy mutants created by toxic waste? As Ashwin talked, he waved around half a salami sandwich. Then he dipped the sandwich in his yogurt and took a huge bite. Sometimes eating with Ashwin is weird. You kind of have to ignore it. Don't know, I shrugged. I don't even think it was hard for them. They could just ride the trike. I wasn't sure how much to tell Ashwin. He totally believed me already. If I said the skunks could talk, would he think I was joking? I decided to keep that part of the night watch to myself until I was sure what was going on. Anyway, showing him would be easier than telling him. So where do you think the skunks took the trike? I didn't answer because I saw Danny get up from his table and start walking over to the trash cans. He wadded up his big brown bag and pretended to shoot it like a basketball. It missed the trash cans and thunked down onto the table between me and Ashwin. Little bits of green jello sprayed everywhere. I got some in my eye. Whoops, Danny said. I always miss when you guys are sitting there. Ashwin squirmed a little. I squinted up at Danny and saw the yard duty teacher hovering next to the kindergarten kids. No problem, man, I told Danny. I heard you have a kind of problem with trash. It was a lame line, not my best, but Ashwin laughed and tried to hide his smile. I'd already told him about the mess all over the Vega's lawn. Ashwin stuffed another bite of soggy yogurt sandwich into his mouth, but had trouble chewing it. Danny smacked his hands on the end of the picnic table and leaned down over us. Ashwin flinched, and maybe I did too. I heard some kids at the first grade table laugh. If I find out it was you, you're going to be sorry, weirdo. Danny needed to brush his teeth, and he was leaning so close I could see the freckle on his nose that was shaped like California. Martin, Gabe, and Johnny popped their heads up from the lunch table, ready to bring Danny some backup. When Johnny saw me, he started staring down at his lunch. He'd been my best friend for four years. I know even more about Johnny than I do about Ashwin. I know he likes stuff that glows in the dark, fireworks, shirts with bones on them, and that cool electric-looking algae in the ocean. I know he's afraid of lizards and loves his baby sister, Naomi, pretty hard. And I know his real name is Juan, but only his mom calls him that. Even though I only saw him at school now, or or I only, even though I only saw him at school now, or riding bikes up over the overpass, I knew him and he knew me. So I knew he wasn't going to come over and back up Danny, not in a fight with me. But Martin kind of half stood up and Gabe finally gave me the stink eye. I leaned back from Danny's breath and saw the yard duty teacher coming down the rows of tables. She was pretending not to watch us, but I could tell she was. I don't know what you mean, man. I thought you were practicing trash trash skip ball on your front lawn. Was your mom mad? I asked Danny and crammed some chips into my my mouth. Whatever, weirdo, we put in an alarm. Next time anybody gets near the trash, me and my dad are coming out with baseball bats. And I only miss when I want to. Danny wrinkled up his nose like he smelled something gross. Probably me. And the California-shaped freckle on his nose looked like it cracked in half. 
Danny was a natural disaster, like an earthquake or a hurricane. You never knew how bad it was going to be until it was over. Sometimes he would just roll through, shake things up, and maybe knock somebody's hat off. Nobody got hurt. Other times, no warning, nobody watching, bam, major damage. Like with that soccer ball. I don't get why he has any friends left, but I guess before Ashwin came, I used to just put up with Danny too. When the bell rang, Danny smacked the table one more time and then thudded off to the soccer field. He left his wadded up brown paper bag oozing green goo on our table. It was kind of dumb for us to for him to tell us that, said Ashwin. I mean, if it was you messing with the lawn, that would have been dumb to warn you about the alarm. Yeah, Daniel's a real thinker. We both laughed and my heart started, like, beating again. Let's go stake out the monkey bars, I said. But before we could get up, the yard duty teacher came over and pointed to the mess on our table. She didn't even say anything. I think she knew the trash wasn't ours. I grumbled a little under my breath, but I threw away Danny's stinky sticky, oozing green goo bag anyway. If I was going to make it through the rest of recess alive, I needed to stay on Mrs. Prince's good side.